Desert Diaries. Hello, Arizona calling. And what another interesting week in America's political life, eh? Let's gloss over the madness around us, shall we? La 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 la. And instead, focus on the things that have been joyous. This week, I uttered another phrase I never thought would actually come out of my mouth. Whilst on a work call, I said, I'm so sorry, I've got to go. I've got to go and see a guy about some roaches. Yes, Princess Margaret, the world's most pampered lizard, has eschewed the crickets we got for her, refusing to eat pretty much anything for about a week. So we headed to a local reptile specialist to buy some roaches. Headline, she loves them. Luckily, as she's still young, they are small ones, so they look a bit more like wood lice, which I can pretty much cope with. The reptile shop actually is amazing, nestled in a small strip mall, basically a collection of shops set back from the road. It's right next door to a massive Trump memorabilia shop, which was, for the first time in months, closed last weekend. Make of that what you will. Anyway, the reptile shop is either fascinating and beautiful or your worst living nightmare on this earth. (laughs) It is floor to ceiling, tanks full of lizards, crested geckos, chameleons, monitor lizards, bearded dragons, along with salamanders, frogs and toads, the lot. As we walked in, a man cheerily waved from the counter, welcome in, he said, as a huge snake curled round his neck. Oh yeah, the snakes. Now, I think snakes are beautiful actually. Seeing one in the wild can be a little bit startling but at the herpetological society or in this shop I could look at them for hours. This is not the place for you if you are aphidiophobic as I lost count at about 20 different species in there. We got our roaches and as I casually leant on the counter I looked down to see my elbow resting against a small box full of moss. Who's in there? I said. Ooh, you'll love her, the man beamed at me as he reached down and got out a huge tarantula. Do you want to hold her? Mm, I'm okay right now, (laughs) I said. That for me, the whole spider road is a road I don't really want to go down. She's only a baby, he said. She'll get to about 10 centimetres in diameter. Remind me, Never to think about a 10 centimetre diameter tarantula again, okay? Yeah, let's stay with that. A couple of days later, I explored a rather more demure side of Phoenix life and went on the Scottsdale Art Walk. Scottsdale Old Town, as the name says, is the oldest part of this city, which is adjacent to Phoenix, kind of think Manchester and Salford, but kind of swallowed up into the greater Phoenix area. Scottsdale was first settled in the 1880s, yep, another place that is younger than virtually every house I've ever lived in in England, and was originally called Orangedale. In the late 1880s, a man called Winfield Scott, you see where this is going, bought 640 acres of land for $3.50. In today's prices, that's still only $92. Ah! Bearing in mind the average house price in Scottsdale, or Snotsdale as some locals call it, is over half a million dollars, he got a pretty good deal. And not long after that, the town's name was changed to Scottsdale. 
It's amazing to think that Scottsdale is now home to 258,000 people. And yet only 70 years ago, when it officially became a town in 1951, the population was just 2,000. It just shows how fast the whole Greater Phoenix area has expanded. It is still one of the fastest growing cities in the USA. Largely down to aircon, I guess, because not many people could really live here before then. Scottsdale Old Town is now home to a large number of art galleries and knickknacks and gifts and memorabilia stores. There's everything from Native American art to kind of big name modern painters and everything in between. Every Thursday they have an art walk where the galleries stay open late, pre-Covid they'd all serve wine, and you wander from store to store to look at pretty things you can't afford. But <laughs> It's a really nice way to spend an evening, especially in the winter where it's not too hot to stay outside for too long. Headline, I had to put on a light jacket. You'll be very pleased to know I completed my driving school assignment as well this week after my traffic ticket a few weeks ago. Strange plot twist, actually quite interesting. (laughs) I learnt a lot about some of the more unusual aspects of Arizona road law. Did you know there is actually a law called, and I'm not kidding you, it is law 28910 and the Arizona revised statutes. It's called the stupid motorist law. (laughs) It's his name. It states that any driver who becomes stuck after driving around barricades to enter a flooded stretch of roadway will be charged for the cost of their rescue. Brilliant. The stupid driver law. It's amazing. There was also a small issue when I was registering for the course because I had to provide an answer to a security question to verify my identity in case I logged out and wanted to log back in again. But the question was, what was your high school mascot? Mm, Pass. I thought about making one up, you know, eagle, wolf, bear, some of the things I've seen in films, essentially. And I thought, you know what, I'm never going to remember it. I'll put it on a piece of paper, I'll lose it, and then I'll never be able to log back in again. So I just wrote cup of tea and it worked a treat. So this next week, we'll have a new president here in the US, but I don't for a minute think these strange old times are going to be over. 20,000 members of the National Guard are booked for Joe Biden's inauguration, even though it's a virtual event. I'm not quite sure where they were last week, but of course, that's another story. There are protests, we're told by the media, planned in pretty much every state capital across the whole of the USA, including Phoenix, of course. But let's see over the next few days what actually happens, eh? One thing I do know is that one in 10 people here in Arizona now have COVID-19. One in 10 right now. It's a statistic I heard just this morning on NPR, National Public Radio. It's a bit like the BBC. Although there are virtually no restrictions on life here. Yep, I do have to wear a mask to go into a supermarket. But right now I could walk into any shop. They're all open. I could head to the gym, get my hair cut, get my nails done, have dinner or drinks with friends, have a party with 20 people, none of which I have done. But, you know, I walked past a dance studio last night whilst walking the dog to see it was packed with people do-si-doing together, none of them wearing masks, which I guess is why one in 10 people in Arizona have COVID right now. So who knows what the next few weeks will bring. Time, as ever, will tell. I'll see you in the desert.